Good morning, I'm Paul, host of the new PL podcast and founder of the new PL Brand Purpose Institute, where we work with business leaders, employees, and entrepreneurs just like you, and we empower them to build brands with purpose on purpose. And just before we get into this week's episode, a quick promo for our Mindset and Momentum one hour micro workshops, each of which focus on a very specific part of the characteristics needed for the future of business and of leadership. Our first four workshops are Heroic versus Transformational Leadership, Building a Brand with Purpose on Purpose, The Creative and the Curious Leader, and Are You Powerless or Powerful? And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about these workshops, just check out the links in the notes that accompany the podcast, or go to principlesandleadership.com and find them in the menu. Last week, I had the privilege of delivering the keynote on the second day of the Business Change and Transformation Europe Conference, which was in London. The new PNL was also the official podcast partner of the conference, and you can listen to some of the other brilliant speakers whom I interviewed in advance of the show in episodes 218, 220, and 221. And in my keynote at the conference itself, I spoke on moving from transactional to transformational leadership. And I outlined what I believe to be the four foundations of transformational leadership. And the first of these four foundations is self-awareness. And when considering this, I discussed the deep paradox of self-awareness and leadership, the fact that we all think we are self-aware, but in reality, self-awareness, or at least the requisite levels of self-awareness needed for effective and transformational leadership, is something that needs to be constantly worked on. And if we ever get to a place where we think we've achieved true self-awareness, either as an individual or a leader, then the opposite is actually true. That is exactly the time we need to check our self-awareness. The journey to greater self-awareness starts with recognizing that there is always more to learn, to improve on, to build on, and to be conscious of. And when I was making this point at the keynote, it took me back to a recent point made on a new P&L episode from a couple of weeks back with world champion freediver William Truebridge. And just to recap on William, he is a six times world champion freediver and the holder of a phenomenal 18 world records, including the current world record which is free diving to an unbelievable 102 meters unaided. It's just phenomenal. And William has committed his professional and his personal life to free diving, and by virtue of the incredible psychological and physiological nature of free diving, to also testing the limits and the abilities of the human condition itself. What is actually possible and how much we can challenge ourselves mentally and physically to achieve it. And to link back to what we are discussing today, This requires a consistent commitment to self-awareness, to listening to ourselves, our minds and our bodies, and being consciously aware of ourselves, and consistently striving to improve that self-awareness, as well as also being consciously aware of the, the conditions or the environment that surrounds us, and our relationship with those at any given point in time. And in my conversation with William, he talked about his human metronome, something that we all have, and how so much of this metronome is stripped away when he is freediving. And he said when he freedives, he gets to a point, let's say 50, 60, 70 metres, where so much of what we consider intrinsic to the definition of self, the constant metronome that is our breath, to sensations like light and taste and sound, and even gravity, because at that point we're neutrally buoyant, all of these things are stripped away. And William says at that point, when he's 50 or 60 metres down, He really does start to question, with a very heightened sense of self-awareness, what actually constitutes the concept of self. 
And William said, and I love this point he made, he said that when you analyse it from both an introspective method and from a scientific method, there really isn't anything that we could call a self in there. All that we really are, in essence, is just the pinprick of awareness that is experiencing everything in our lives. And everything that happens to us and all of our own thoughts and emotions are just information that's coming to that pinprick of awareness. And in business and in leadership, we have many, many other subtle and more obvious metronomes that over time are consistently deeply woven into our subconscious. Metronomes like our leadership styles, what it means to be a leader, the way we treat people, the view we have of ourselves as leaders, as entrepreneurs and as a person, the values that underpin our decision-making and the assumptions we hold. All these and many other things so often become so deeply ingrained in our thinking and our being, they become taken for granted and become the subconscious foundations from which we draw our conclusions on and take action on in our business. And all of these just tick, tick, tick in the background of our business, like a constant, quiet metronome. And the longer we hold on to all of these foundations without regularly and very consciously checking the basis upon which they are built, with a healthy dose of self-awareness, the more likely they are to become less and less effective as the foundations for our business and our leadership. Because business and leadership are clearly organic. Every day they change, they grow, they evolve with every experience. Now that surely seems self-evident, doesn't it? Perhaps, but I doubt it would take any of us much time or effort at all to find foundational thinking we currently have that is actually no longer suited to the needs of our leadership or our business. Because on a day-to-day -day basis we just get on with business and we forget or we don't take the time to update our operating system, so to speak, the thing that drives it, that is ourselves. And what I will say at this point is that the key to self-awareness and analysis as a leader, or as anyone for that matter, is to firstly do the work for yourself, but also bring someone in to work with you in a leadership or a business capacity or context. Not an acolyte, but someone like a coach, a mentor or similar, who can help you cast a genuinely self-critical eye on your thinking. The thinking that drives your leadership metronome and the foundations that underpin that metronome. To ensure that your ego doesn't get in the way of your effectiveness in this regard, you need someone else with that independent eye. Because your ego, all of our egos, have very clever and inbuilt and effective ways of telling us that everything we're currently doing is just brilliant. And in the work I do as an executive coach with the new PL Institute, it's always constantly fascinating to, to see the revelatory moments leaders have when they realize the depth of some of the assumptions that they still hold. So we all have a lot of work to do on our own journeys, our continuous journeys towards a greater sense of self-awareness. But that's a good thing, a great thing in fact, because as I stated in the keynote that I delivered last week, the most complete leader the most transformational leader is the one who recognizes, both in a philosophical and in a very real sense, that there is never a destination to be reached when it comes to self-awareness or transformational leadership, but that it is the embracing of the journey, the constant and hopefully lifelong desire to learn more about ourselves, how we think and act and what sits underneath both, what drives both. This is the key. That is where the pleasure, the personal growth, and the success ultimately lies. So my question to all listeners today is what can you do this week 
to evaluate the quiet, the gentle metronomes that sit beneath your assumptions and decision-making as leaders? Who can you work with to start digging a little deeper into the way you think, feel and act as a leader? And once you've identified a couple of those assumptions and foundations that need to evolve, they don't serve your purpose anymore. What plan can you consciously put in place over the coming weeks to adjust and transform that metronomic sequence? Let me know how you get on. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to listen to William Truebridge's episode as well, just skip back to episode 219. And we encourage all of our listeners to rate us or review us. It all helps with our ratings and our rankings. So do take a moment to rate us. We will genuinely appreciate it. I mentioned the Mindset and Momentum workshops and the introduction today. We also have our Transactional to Transformational Leadership programs. You can find both at principlesandleadership.com or just check out the links in the notes that accompany this podcast. So finally, I'm Paul. Thank you once again for listening and have a great day.